salute, salute. There's nothing wrong with your station. We are attempting to decalcify your third eye. This is the Third Eye High Podcast. I am your host, JF Bay. I'm just here to shine my light your way, to help you find your light switch, and definitely keep your light lit. I have a guest today, a guest intuitive beauty. We're going to go over a powerful topic today. And today's topic, how valuable is a relationship the most high in 2023? Does God even matter in your day-to-day life? I want to find out. I want to find out those that are strengthening their relationship with the creator and how, how is that journey going for them? So now... I look at the relationship with the creator as as this, right? Religion just simply means your private, personal relationship with your God, right? Now, it's not to be out here religious gangbanging, throw your set up, you know, club you claim, you know. It's, it's more so a personal journey between you. Because as the creator said to Moses, when Moses asked, when the people ask me, what's your name? What should I call you? He says, I am that I am. I exist. I go by many names. So not to bash anyone on their religious walk. Wherever you're walking, you're walking, you know, and we salute it. And all of these different religions just represent degrees of enlightenment, right? Degrees of enlightenment where you climb higher and higher to that staircase, closer back to the source. And the cool thing about this is we all fall short of that journey from time to time. And it's dope to just continue to stay on your path, right? And the ego is going to always fall short of what the creator wants you to do. But you got to stay focused, you know, because we all represent that character in the Bible, Lucifer, right? Lucifer, the light bearer. He bear witness to the truth. That he was connected to the creator. And his ego was why he fell from that celestial height down to these physical bodies of bondage. Right? And his ego was like, I'm better than Adam, my nigga. Like, what you mean? Like, I gotta worship Adam. But we're talking about an esoteric story, right? Now, this is meant to be taken literal. But Adam represent the atoms, the ATOMs atoms evolving that's the story of adam and eve that's man evolving from the spirit of man to the physical manifestation of man higher self lower self and he didn't want to submit to the will of the most high i'm better than this nigga adam you know what i'm saying i'm a god you know what i mean and god had to drop him from his godly height to that lower than god But it's just to humble you back to your lower nature, your lower self. But what comes from the bottom can only rise up to the top. And and we all came here in that state of ignorance. Because when they say Christ died for your sins, your sins is not right or wrong and don't steal a candy bar and don't sleep with your neighbor's wife. All that stuff you know in your heart. You know what I'm saying? You deal with that and you judge accordingly to your own heart. What the sin that the creator died for, Christ died for your sin. Christ just represents the light, the truth. The truth died for your sin. Sin really means ignorance. The truth died for your ignorance because you not knowing that you are also the ego and the God, right? The physical man and the God man. 
So God had to die in the physical to show you that you more than the body, that you're going to raise up and get up out of here. And that ignorance that we all carry around is that not knowing of ourselves. Just be still and know that I am God. He's talking about getting in touch with that physical vibration of you being the creator, not to be on some arrogant ego stuff. If you understand that the God dwells in your temple, then you can understand that the God dwells in other people's temple too. So to be a God, you got to respect the God in others to understand that. So now it all, it all goes back to where you're vibrating, what's in your temple. A lot of this situation with the creator, it's really about you getting back to the God force energy within yourself, right? To understand that the soul is here on a journey. The soul is here to do something, right? And the ego just want to participate in as much shit as it can, right? Because the ego is designed to trick you into thinking this is all there is, right? It's nothing else in this world, but, you know, the right now. And the soul, this is why the story of the Christ and raising up after three days and, you know, leaving the cave and all that other stuff. The whole story was just esoteric. It was really to designed to teach you that you were placed in physical bondage into these physical bodies, right? You fell from great heights to a low level, right? Fallen humanity. And we fell because we forgot that we were these celestial bodies. We forgot that we were these celestial bodies. So let's let's bring in the Empress and we'll continue to talk here. And we'll hear from the divine uh, feminine aspect. You heard from the divine masculine, but we're talking about this uh, particular journey that the soul's on. And the soul is here to get something, you know? The, the ego wants to fill up its physical bag, but the soul is here to get something. And that's why we came here on this particular journey, right? So I bring in the Empress and we're speaking of how valuable is a relationship with the Most High, you know? Let's continue. I just want to ask everybody, how valuable is a relationship with the Most High in 2023? Does God even matter? You know, does God even fit in your day-to-day -day itinerary, right? I believe that the enemy, those vibrating on a lower frequency, want to keep you locked into this mental matrix, right? To where they use your spiritual energy to where you can't use it to get busy to do something that God wants you to do. And we all are chasing all these physical things that soon will diminish, you know, soon will disintegrate. And all this left in this physical is the deeds you did with pure intention, right? The stuff you did for others, right? Because souls are gonna remember souls, right? You're not, you're not gonna remember somebody's ego and how big their car was and, you know, what zip code they lived in. You're going to remember where their soul was vibrating and how their soul connected to your soul. So let's bring in the Empress uh, Intuitive Beauty of uh, Peace, Love and Light Empress. We're speaking of how valuable a relationship with the Most High is in 2023. And I noticed from your journey that you recently um, submitted to the Most High by way of Islam. And we want to speak with the people about your journey, you know, into Islam and how has that journey been? So, alaikum. I'm so grateful to first and foremost be uh, in a shared space with you. You are amazing. Thank you for shedding light on all the things that you speak about um, on your platforms. Um, if thanks. First and foremost, 
it is the most important thing that God's creation can do is to submit to to God. And um, I feel like um, scientifically, right, the the God, all of God's creation submits, but the only one that comes in rebellion against God's creation is man. Um, grass submits. There was a study that showed that grass uh, vibrates at a frequency of 528 hertz and it is uh, known to say Yahweh or Yahweh. Mm. Like it's every like it's submitting to God by by you know saying that frequency of God attuning that frequency. We look at the trees; um, they're attuning to the frequency when the wind is blowing. They're 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 attuning to the frequency. You hug a tree, and it's gonna neutralize whatever uh, this. I'm gonna say anything that's not resonant to God consciousness or God frequency, it naturally neutralizes that. You go and hug a tree, and make you feel better. Um, you put your feet on the grass and you ground. Yeah. Whatever is not in alignment with God's frequency within you is gonna naturally neutralize and it's gonna back into the frequency of what God is calling all of the creation to do. So I feel like um, willingly or unwillingly, all of God's creations submit to God regardless of what title or what hat you're wearing on your journey today whether you're identifying as christian islamic spiritual um people calling themselves many things these days um but everybody ultimately is either willingly submitting to god's will or unwillingly and so um and on the journey i realized that i was one that subscribed to a more extreme case of submission if you will yeah. Uh, reason I say that is because I've more than two, three times in my life, I've given up all of my material possessions. I've given up relationships. I've given up everything, my career, money, everything. I've given everything to God. And so being one that submits to God, I've done it on such an extreme level that I'm like, okay, what path can I follow that will allow me to have some discipline about myself a little bit more than I've been operating while still submitting to God, but so that I can be as, you know, spiritual or as um, in tune with the most high as I naturally am or subscribe to maintain while being able to be physical and present with my environment. Because we were all born into families for a reason with certain karmic signatures. Like for my family, a big thing has been restoration of what the divine feminine looks like what do women look like what does a woman look like as she expressed uh wearing the hat of being a wife mother daughter sister there's been so much trauma or generational uh, curses or patterns or behaviors over the decades generations centuries in my lineage that i had to come and i was chosen to to completely overhaul those things so that is why my my submission has been so radical because I've had to 360 so many things that have been a standard or tradition in my family. So I, I give honor to uh, Allah, the all powerful for using me in this beautiful way, uh, because I always say that uh, it's just coming home to more awareness and understanding of who God created me to be, what role I'm supposed to play, what avatar, avatar or entity I am to possess in this moment to be uh, a slave if you will to god's creation because life is like a movie now now it, it's dope that you said submitting and how uh all of nature submits to god right and i look at it like this that 
we speak of mother nature, right? When I really, I say Ma's nature, right? And everything in creation submits to Ma's nature, the great mother. We're talking about this supreme energy, which is masculine and feminine. So now the Allah wouldn't be a physical man character, you know, like everyone thinks in these religions. You look at your arm, leg, leg, arm, head, Allah. All laws that govern the universe and its connection of our energy but we know that we're not just this physical thing, right? And to, to have that relationship with the Most High is to remind you that you're not submitting to, you know, a figure, uh, someone to be worshipped. You're submitting to the higher power within your own temple, you know, a higher energy, a higher knowing, right? Because when Christ died for your sin, sin just simply means your ignorance of not knowing thyself. Man and woman know thyself. And to add to what you were saying about these generations that you're trying to correct. And I think we're all here on that journey to correct uh, the, the fallacies or the fall shorts of the previous ancestors before us. Right. Because as time progresses, we get back to our natural mind. But it might take seven or eight generations to to correct some things, to get back to the spiritual. Right. Because a lot of physical trauma has been caused to where we have been thrown out of that balance with God. And then the corruption of the institutions and the pimping of all the books and the way the relationship with God has been convoluted that many of us are turned off from the creator because we think he's found in somebody's church or somebody's mosque or synagogue or, you know, it's like that that building doesn't house God. God is found in your, your temple. God dwells within your temple. And I think that we have to connect with the suffering of the ancestors to to correct some of the shorts that they might have came up against because we've got to look at things in historical context in terms of people of a hundred years ago had a different mindset about God you know and maybe a, a hundred years before that but the further you go back the more closer we to the creator and I think moving forward we kind of got we drifted further and further apart and that spiritual journey is to remind us that we are soul beings. We are light beings that are housed in this temporary temple, this avatar, if you will. And this journey is for us to get back to that main principle, to understand that we are here on a soul's journey. You know, the, the ego, you know, the ego want a passport. You know what I'm saying? The ego want to go to here, go to there. But the soul, you know what I'm saying? The soul is, is light years, man. The soul's out of here. So... We, we have to continue to to want that relationship with the creator, you know, regardless of whatever name you subscribe to, whatever religion you subscribe to, because all the books are saying the same thing to teach us the master of heaven and hell this within our temple, higher self, lower self. Now, I qualify that last statement and you can continue that 40 days and 40 nights journey of Moses in the wilderness. I do a series called the 40 day grand ascension on the podcast. And I remind people of that significance of that 40 days. Now he wandered in the wilderness for 40 days and he came out the burning bush. So I look at it like this. He cracked the Dutch, <laughs> rolled up, sparked up and started beaming up to the creator. Now it speaks of Moses reaching into his bosom and pulling out this light. And then he talks to the 10 commandments, but it's all esoteric. What he did was he pulled into his own heart and he pulled out the commandments from his own heart. It's reminding us that we already have the principles that God set out for us. We don't need a book to, to, to read it. To, sometimes we need some reminders, but ultimately 
the truth that God is resonating with, it's already planted in our own hearts. And a lot of times we're going to go through so much hurt to be able to pull that truth out of our own heart about what matters. Right now, everybody's chasing so many falsehoods and, and the time we're living in and everybody's ind individually wanting to be worshipped. And everybody's forgetting about worshiping the most high. But we're not talking about a God outside of us. We're talking about the God within us. And I think we all can be reminded of that by sharing our testimony. Because those that get tried by the creator, they're the ones that he's going to use to spread his message. That she's going to use to spread his message, right? Because we're talking about divine masculine and feminine. Because that'll start an argument in our community. Is God a man? Is God a woman? When... God said he was you, man was created in God's image. Do you not look like your mother? <laughs> Do you not look like your father? So it, it's divine, masculine, and feminine. You can't bring a baby here without the masculine energy and without the feminine energy. So it's not to say one's better than the other. And, and it's really about us understanding that we're one and the same. Because every man has a feminine side, every woman has a masculine side. And we're all looking for the counterparts of the other half that we need to charge up. Wow. I, I want to start with responding to the very last statement you made. Yes. Because we're living in a world where so many people are fighting the masculine and the feminine aspects of themselves um, because of their mother or father wound. And mm. so then they're projecting that off on their divine counterpart or reflection that they're supposed to be in union with in the physical, all because they are rejecting parts of themselves um and it's so near and dear to my heart because i will say this in the most humblest way possible you can master and you know be as how do you say ascended and in harmony and you enlightened. know <laughs> enlightened within yeah. yourself but you will get in a relationship with your, your divine partner your divine reflection of the opposite gender and they will reflect to you every single thing that you were hiding that your ego was hiding from you and reveal to you hey all these things did not leave they are still here however you'll know your counterpart by their ability uh, out some of some people say anointing by the anointing of them being able to love you unconditionally through those shadows of self that are revealed does not mean there are healthy boundaries that need to be placed does not mean there aren't certain levels of access that are necessary it just means that once you get to experience that divine love in a physical experience you learn that wow like i can not hide i can't hide a lot of us have been wearing masks and cloaking ourselves in the world you know working overworking and this is for somebody somebody was overworking somebody on this this uh audio right now has been overworking and diving so deep into purpose neglecting the fact that they're needing to align with their divine partner because they believe that they need to achieve a certain level of success or need to arrive somewhere in order for it to be the right timing but the right timing is when god ordains the connection to take place and then you just walking into it and not being afraid of making a mistake or not being afraid of all the things you experienced before, but knowing that that submitting to the most high will give you what you need to do every step of the way. Remaining uh, there. Let, let me ask you, because you, you just sparked something. So would you say that true love is a mirror of the soul? Right. Because that person, like you said, they're going to bring out some things that might have been hidden or some things that you thought that you mastered. So would true love be a mirror when you meet someone that becomes that divine counterpart? But then 
they show a mirror of you know what the ego's hiding exactly that is my sentiment exactly because they are reflecting to you the parts of yourself that you've been blind to because when you spend so much time with yourself you arrive to this place of contentment and unconditional love for self and you get to a point of you only are able to see yourself from within yourself but as above so below as within so without so that partner is going to show you what's without and what's below your current awareness and it is very important that you know that you are deserving whoever this person that resonates with what i'm saying is know that you are worthy of receiving the love that you give to the world know that you are worthy of receiving that unconditional pure love not that lustful seductive yeah. physical carnal nature flesh yeah. Yeah. no but that 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 spiritual love that that challenges you to grow and be the greatest version of yourself the one that makes you feel uncomfortable because you're, you're called to be in your higher self more regularly than you are when you're just hiding behind closed doors and it's just you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's deep because I do believe that it's only one love and God's love is unconditional. And we look for someone to love us like God loves us. That's why we need a relationship with the most high to learn how to love. Right. Because God's love is unconditional. You might mess up a hundred times. And the only person that console you is the creator. The creator will never turn his back on you. And we look for that and we fall short because we try to find that in humanity. And oftentimes, if the person isn't connected to the love in themselves, they can't love you to that vibration. Because love is either unconditional or it's not love. And we, we all are loving from an ego standpoint everything's conditional every dog oh, the minute the person treat me like oh, oh nope the minute they trigger me in some kind of way i'm out of here i'm hauling ass because you know i don't want exactly dive deep. <laughs> yeah i don't want to dive deep in that kind of way. but it's only one love and it's like you know imagine you didn't pray today so god said i ain't fucking with you oh you missed your prayer you know what i'm saying like god don't operate like that you know what, I'm you know what? i want to touch on that because there's something so i want to contradict that a little bit because a lot of people have this perverted uh, version of what God's love is. Yes, God's love is unconditional, but you will experience the wrath of God when you're disobedient, when you're oh, going oh, against the grain. So, so, so that love is not just do whatever you want to do and just, you know, run off and think that you have the same level of access. No, it, I will say this on my journey. The, the, not, it doesn't matter what spirituality practice I was doing at the time. I would know that, okay, I will find myself in a crisis, a mini crisis, right? And we all know people that have many crises every day. But I would find myself in a mini crisis and I would go to God like, God, I need you to help me out of this. Uh, please get me out of this. I'll promise I'll do whatever you want me to do. Da, 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 da. So God got me out of it eventually. But it didn't always happen right away. Sometimes God allowed me to sit in my own stew and to dwell on what I did wrong, I had to go through. Some people say it's a judgment day. There, I do believe there is a, a judgment day where all, you know, of God's creation will submit. But we all have our own pre-judgment days, if you will, before that, where one must sit in their own selves and see all of their experiences reflected back to them and how they were disobedient to the Most High. So I want to read something. It says that I'm reading the Quran, El Baraka 2. Uh, page 135 so i'm reading those who conceal the clear proofs and the guidance that we have revealed after we have made it clear in the book for mankind 
will have Allah's curse and that of those who are entitled to curse. Except those who repent, reform, and let the truth be. I will accept their repentance, for I am the receiver of repentance, the merciful. Surely those who are unbelievers and die will they are die while they're unbelievers. They're the ones of whom the curse of Allah, the angels, and all of mankind. They will live forever. Neither their punishment shall be lightened, nor shall they be given respite. For, for your God is one God. There is none worthy of worship except him, the compassionate, the merciful. So when I say, when I speak of God, we, 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 there's an understanding that God is both, right? Both reflections. Yeah. Uh, just for the sake of understanding and breaking down what I just read, my interpretation that I'm coming from the frequency of God consciousness with my own, you know, understanding for me. And you all can take whatever seed, nutrition or harvest, whatever you get from this. But what I take from that is God has tried to come to man in many different ways through nature, through um, through people standing before you telling you the truth, through divine revelations with strangers on the corner, homeless people, um, through somebody being a whistleblower, coming on live news, telling you the truth. God has come through different paths and different religions. God has come in so many different ways and made it plain and clear. And it's like some of them, and I'm speaking of us, some of us are just so against accepting the truth and we'd rather live in an illusion that we find ourselves in hell on earth because we are denying parts of ourselves that must be loved at the end of the day the one religion that i believe that we all must subscribe to is love and in a sacred way you must love yourself all of yourself even the parts that you don't want to show other you must love that because that is god's creation and you must also love that which in, within that which within another person you don't have to have people in your life like having them have easy easy access to you but you must love them from an unconditional space of well it's god's creation and that person is just at a certain journey where we're not resonating because they're moving in a way that's not righteous and it's only two different type of people in the world regardless of what religion they claim or spiritual practice they claim or not non-existent of practice there's two people there's those that submit to god's will and that are walking in divine sacred love with the creator where they're able to experience that creation of love with other people and not in a perverted way but just in a sacred encounter where you know god is present within the connection like now or there's just sheer complete chaos no understanding you feel like you're speaking to a brick wall and nothing that you say is resonating with this person because they're in hell on earth yeah get, get ready to uh, come back in empress and finish that thought um yeah she's cooking right now she's cooking she's cooking and i believe that 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 you know forgive them for they know not what they do right and it's like once you know of your power and you know what you're doing now you're responsible and that that whole thing about repentance right because the creator is going to give us a moment to reflect and to repent to know that when i was in a state of ignorance now i'm correcting it that's how you graduate but you have to humble yourself to know yeah i was fucking up yeah i gotta get it right so a lot of times god is gonna leave us stewing in our shit and it's not that man where's god not come nope he's always gonna show up on that right time but sometimes he gotta leave you 
on an ego timeout. You know what I'm saying? The ego got to sit in the corner. And you got to repent for some of the things that you've done in the lower nature in order to raise your vibration. And that, that part where you spoke about uh, God sending you messengers and people to, you know, to wake you up and to send you that light. That, that reminds me of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Now, this particular scripture, you don't have to be a follower of Christ. You don't have to subscribe to any religion to prove that. And I'll prove it with my own testimony. I'm in New York City. I mean, I'm going to uh, college to be a recording engineer. Coming home from school one day, one of my partners from Harlem. I told this story many times you know, on my podcast, many times on Facebook, and I tell it the same way every time. So now, I'm walking with one of my friends. We're on our way to Harlem. I'll never forget this. We're like on 92nd, 93rd or whatever, Amsterdam and Columbus, and there's a Metro PCS store in the background. And if anybody knows how the city is set up in New York City, there's like dividers, you know, to where you'll have like little flower pots and benches. So it's like you're sitting in the street, but you're not sitting in the street. If anybody knows what I'm talking about. And we're crossing one of the streets. It's like two lanes of traffic, New York City, very busy. And it's like a homeless man coming towards us. Very dirty, clothes all tatted up. And he falls right in front of me and my friend's feet. Just boom, falls at our feet. Now, my, my boy, you know, sharp nigga from Harlem, you know what I'm saying, I ain't trying to get no bum juice on me, I ain't picking dude up, and he's just making jokes, and something on my spirit, like, nah, bro, that's a brother, we gotta help him up, you know, this brother could be dehydrated or something, I said, nah, man, fuck all that fly shit you talking, let's pick this brother up, I don't care what condition he in, so as we lift the brother up, he calls me by name, now, all of this is moving so fast, I don't pick it up until moments into the, the whole interaction, but he says, Thank you, Jermaine. But the way he said my name, like somebody that knew me my whole life, didn't hit me at the moment. But as I'm picking him up, his face is dirty, clothes is tattered, the whole nine. And as I'm lifting him up, his face starts glowing to the fact I can't see his face. First, I could see who he was. He was a homeless man. But as he got closer, when I lifted him up, his face is, is brighter than the sun. It was a sunny ass day. His face is glowing brighter than the sun. But I, I'm not still not registering this. I'm just picking dude up. In retrospect, all this is coming to me. So I sit him up on the bench. I tell my friend, run across the street to the Metro PCS store, man. Call the ambulance, man. Dude, dude needs some help. He runs across the street. I'm waiting for him. Dude's still sitting behind me on the bench. So my friend comes across the street. Yo, 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 the ambulance is on their way. Where do that? Huh? He, he's sitting next to me on the bench. I turn around, he's gone. Now, New York City, fast traffic, two lanes both ways, busy traffic. Even if he got up and got off the bench in his condition, we would at least seen him scurrying through the traffic or something. Totally disappeared. Now, I'm saying this to my friend, and I'm talking about 10 years plus. Every time I see this kid all through the city, he shakes his head. Every time he see me, yo, bro, they'll never believe us. <laughs> Every time he sees me, like he just, yo, that day was fucking so surreal. Now, goes back to this particular thing I'm speaking of, these angels, these messages that God sent us. Not these angels like people with two wings that fly around, these angles of light. So this manifestation of the creator jumped into this physical body of this person. And maybe it was to see if I would humble myself to help somebody. I had a lot of shit going on that day, you know what I'm saying? And, and something in me just said, nah, I gotta help this brother. I gotta help him. And the way he spoke my name, it was like somebody that knew me my whole life. 
And I'll, I'll add to this because I just want you to um maybe to comment on what what I'm sharing with you, and then I'll give you another person's testimony that was identical to mine, a person I've never met before. But when I when I told him the same story, the brother broke out in tears because he's like, I got a story to share with you. Similar to yours, he says, I've never told nobody this story in 30 years. He started crying for like five minutes straight. I thought I thought I did something wrong. The brother's like, yo, you just shared that with me. Like you just left lift the weight off my shoulder because I thought I was going crazy. But that's powerful that, you know, we, we entertain these angels that come around us in many forms. These angles of the creator's light to remind us to get back on the path, to get back on the path. Exactly. Um, I feel called to say this, and I feel like it will resonate with the group we have here. Um, And it it also resonates with me as well. My own experience. I like to speak from my own experience. Right. Knowledge without experience lacks wisdom. So you like gossiping. (laughs) You gossiping. Exactly. I, I just like to tell my truth and what I actually experienced. So with that being said. You can get so far down a rabbit hole. You can get so far down uh, shame, embarrassment, fear of condemnation. You can get so far down feeling uh, remorse for all the things that you've done. Once you go through an awakening that reveals to you that you went so far off from the path that you thought, you know, you were supposed to be obedient, if you will. And you will deny yourself for the blessings that God will be giving you right before you. There's so many people, me, myself included, that have turned down God's blessings that have showed up in my life when I didn't feel like I deserved it because I was still condemning myself. But like I read earlier, it says repent and be merciful and you'll be forgiven. And it's not something it's not saying repent, be merciful. And in six months after you feel better, you'll get the blessings that you have been asking for. No, it says repent, turn from those wicked ways. And you can, in that moment, receive being reborn, like Christ consciousness teaches, like Christianity teaches. You can be renewed of the mind. You can receive the blessing right then and there. But you have to, first and foremost, believe that you're deserving of it. Do not get so far on the spiritual journey down the rabbit hole that you forget to enjoy life. Time is passing us by. And scientifically, it has been proven that time has sped up. Oh, yeah. Stop letting time pass you by. If you love someone, tell them that you love them. Yeah. If you care for someone, care. Spend time with people. Live and enjoy the time that you have here. It is but for a season. It don't matter what's going on in the, on in the world. Yes, there's bombings going on everywhere. And it will increase. It will, y'all. We, we're into some uncertain times as it pertains to what we may see before our eyes. However... At the same time, both polarities are existing. So you can experience greater, deeper, more profound experiences of God at the same exact time because it cannot be one without the other. However, the point I'm making right now is you can get so far out of the self, but so far in self, know that you are God's creation and God created you to be a what? A mother, a father, a brother, a sister. You were given a family. You were given Uh, this DNA to procreate and there are so many of us that are resisting the urge to procreate because of the things that we see we're afraid to go forward we must keep going forward we're God's creations God is constantly creating through us and we must keep going forward 
You must keep walking forward. You must not allow the two physical things that the eyes reveal to you, that, that the enemy or shaitan or that uh, these demonic entities that are in charge of certain uh, media, you cannot allow the illusions to deceive you to think that, oh, I'm supposed to just be in this sunken place and forget to actually live life, enjoy life, create things and, and, and enjoy love. Stop persecuting yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think to, to highlight everything you just said, we all are worthy of love, you know, regardless of whatever your life, you know, life walk is about, whatever life has thrown you, you're still worthy of God's love, no matter what. And again, to repent is to just let all that weight off your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and, and you can do that through an affirmation. Right? You can do that with just speaking to God. You ain't got to go live and, you know what I'm saying, and, and repent. You could quiet and just have a conversation with yourself and speak to the creator within and just say, you know what? I fell short a few times. You know what I'm saying? There's some things I know that you wanted me to do and now I can get it right. But first, you got to you gotta announce to the ego, first and foremost, that the ego is not in control, that the soul is now back 10 and 2 with because you you know your destination. The soul is trying to get back to the higher self, trying to get back to that creator uh, connection. And we all are worthy of God's love. And it, it, it's more so the ego that tells us we not we not nothing. It tells us that the ego tells us that you're not good enough. The ego tells you you don't have enough money. The ego tells you your house ain't big enough. You know what I'm saying? The ego tells you you ain't got this perfect life, this perfect marriage. When God is saying if you trying from a sincere intent place all that's for you will balance out all that's for you will balance out a lot of us are aiming after things that the ego wants and we forgetting what the soul was yearning for the soul really wants love and all its relationships friends family business everything everything has to translate to that universal love and where do we first learn that love from mom just like we saying, the wrath of the creator, right? The creator going to also put you in situations where you got to figure shit out. So God's love is like mom's love. Mom going to love you and she might whip your ass sometime. You know what I mean? She might have to, you know, let you know what it is. But what happens after you scrape your knee or something? Mom going to put a band-aid on it. She going to kiss it for you. So God is showing you that unconditional love by sometimes God going to leave you in a mess so you can clean up the mess. To let you tap into the strength that you know you have. And you didn't know you had the strength before you got into the obstacle. The creator is constantly building up the soul so you can break free from this physical bondage. You was only here on this physical plane for a temporary existence. But that's not to be sad like, oh, life's going to eventually end. But if energy never dies, you can't die. So what dies? The ego. Expectations of the ego. The accolades of the ego, the titles of the ego. When we let all that shit go and just be, you'll find out there's love all around you. There's love waiting to be introduced to you. And that starts with your relationship with the Most High. And he says, I go by many names. So it's not to say you got to go into this religion or that religion and that person got the truth. If it's no God in your heart, in your own temple, you'll never find God outside of you the endless journey of the ego exactly that is why we can go in these different places in these different environments different belief systems and experience god and the devil yeah 
because it's the individual's own personal relationship with God that we experience. And depending on the trauma that they've been through in their life or how much of the baggage they've been able to let go of, you'll experience them at peace within themselves or chaos within themselves because they're still persecuting themselves for all of the things that they've done that they believed were unrighteous. They're, they're in repentance. And again, repentance can happen right now and you can let it go. And as long as you change your behavior, yeah. I mean, like you, you don't have to persecute yourself forever. And this is coming from someone who has did that. I persecuted myself for things in life for years straight. Uh, I remember 2021, I give that as an example. 2021, I abstained from everything, food, water. Uh, I was on such a strict diet with everything. I did raw vegan uh, for a little bit. I did liquid, a liquid fast, a good part of the year. Um, Teas, different smoothies. I've done um, extreme, like you say, 40 days, 40 nights. I've done extreme um, tests within self um, to just eradicate whatever demons I felt like I had within myself. I did plant medicine. I abstained from dating. I didn't even talk to the opposite sex for a big part of the year because I wanted to purify myself so much because I had so much shame for not, uh, and this is, this is all raw vulnerability, not saving my virginity for my husband. I had so much uh, guilt and shame for not recognizing that there's a sacredness of that I needed to uphold in order to be valued the way I wanted to be valued and not seen for just my outward beauty Um, and and then seeking validation for how I dress or how I look or my hair. I covered my hair for a good part of the year as well. I just wrap my hair every day. People were asking me questions about what's going on under there, you know, what's going on. I didn't answer those questions because it was between me and the creator. But I will tell you, at at the end of all of that, the simple message that I got from God was to love myself unconditionally and to allow those that want to love me to love me. Stop pushing love away. I didn't need to push love away to eradicate the darkness because the light shines in all the dark places. So allowing myself to experience love instead of rejecting it during those times when I was doing it, it would have still yielded the same results, except I would have had, I would have saved more time. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you went through this time and it's like that search to get back to the God that you already are, you know, in terms of most of the times God is going to speak to us is when we fell, right? When shit is dark. When we need that light, when we're searching for that light in a room of darkness. And, and I think that these times are needed because sometimes we, we start to fill ourselves, right? Sometimes we get so spiritual that the ego takes over now. Now you got you rocking a conscious costume. Your, your, your outer appearance says you raised your vibration while the inner person is dying, right? The inner, the soul is like, I'm not getting no light. I'm not getting no love because the ego once you know instant gratification which which is love to the ego but like the soul can't do nothing with that because a lot of that shit is just false love right a lot of us we go live because we want the likes and we want the followers and you know and all that other shit and it's like are you really connected to the message that you're sharing with the world or are you just trying to be deep <clears throat> that was deep he dropping it she dropping it you know what i'm saying <laughs> like but are you really you know taking heed to your own message because 
I, I, I like to, to use myself as an open vessel for the creator to, to fill it up with light and to share the light. And I don't want none of the credit, you know, and at times the ego can, you know, trick you into that because you start out with a genuine purpose. And then after a while, it's like, oh, man, you know, oh, shit, I'm about to go live. And then are people tuning in? And if a certain amount of people aren't watching, then the ego tells you, oh, you're losing it. Oh, you got to talk about something else. But it's like oftentimes the creator's message isn't going to be popular. You know, like right now, we ain't going to have a million people listening in, but it's not for a million people to get it. Because it's for those that need the light at the time the light needs to be shared. And, and that's what it's about. It's not about, you know, you being held up for being this profound or deep person or this, you know, awesome speaker. When are you really doing the work of the creator? Are you allowing the creator to speak through you? Not to be looked at it as a God yourself, but to be connected with the creator. Because when I say I'm a God, I know what that statement means. Because with, with what duty comes with great responsibility heavy heavy is the head that wears the crown and the minute you say that you god well you you heard of his story you heard of that journey the minute you say you god you're gonna be tried and crucified by the world that you know is not respecting of god many that don't believe in a god so so it's like you're gonna put yourself out there but we all gotta be these uh martyrs so to speak right you got to be a martyr of your own ideology right you got to be a martyr of your own truth because it's a lot of people that's not going to resonate with your truth and your truth isn't my truth and to understand that everybody's on their own individual walk judge judge not and you shall not be judged because the only person judging you is the god inside your own heart right we, we look at how someone else is vibrating they're not as few as me. They're not on a higher vibration as me. All that's ego talk. It's ego talk. Because you don't know what walk they got to go through to get to their higher self. They don't know what walk you went through to get to your higher self. So we can't judge the outer because someone could be super spiritual, more spiritual than you, and they might be homeless. You know what I'm saying? They might be laying in the gutter. And, and, and God's going to use them in a certain way to that degree. But it's not for us to look and say, well, if you don't look as such... You're not enlightened or you're not, you know, God ain't going to stop to talk to you and give you a word. And I think we all will be used at different vibrations and different variations in this walk. And to humble ourselves is to be reminded of that. You might have a good day and somebody's having a fucked up day, but, but y'all both are deserving of the creator's love. One and the same. That is so profound. I want to say that, um, uh just to just to touch on what you said just now it's so important to love yourself through the process nurture yourself through the process i want to talk a little bit about what i personally do to nurture myself through all of this because we get so fascinated with all this knowledge all this information but what good is the information if it's not applied what good is the information if it's stressing you out and causing you to be so worried and anxious because you're not living but you are just existing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot, and a lot of us are just existing. And that comes from the, the ego. When the ego is driving the car, it's like the ego is going to put you on this uh, unattainable timeline. That, you know, your life ain't, ain't, ain't the shit if you're not moving according to how the ego wants to get things done. And we all are on God's time. We got to be reminded of that. So with that being said... 
one thing I want to share uh, because, you know, you and I have done more than one podcast together before and we share so much knowledge. But I, I challenge and I want to inspire everybody listening to apply a little bit of what you retain. It's, it's not um, beneficial to try to receive every single thing that was planted in this this podcast because it's just too much information to digest at one time but whatever stuck out apply maybe make a list one two three three things three points of topic that stuck out to you and then allow yourself to sit with how can I apply this knowledge in my life for example one of the jewels that's been dropped was to live your life okay so that means if you are being used by God and you're working in McDonald's drive-through and uh, you come across someone that looks overwhelmed, a single mother, by 10 kids in the car, okay? You can be used by God in that moment to speak life over that person, to encourage her, to inspire her. You can be empathetic to know that it's stressful what she is going through. And she may be spending her last. She may have gotten everything off the dollar menu to feed those children. And we know that that food is processed. We know it's not natural. We know it's not organic, but what can you tell this mother to inspire and encourage her to make her uh, be encouraged, motivated to make better choices going forward and to to know that the work she's doing is not in vain? What can you do in that drive through at McDonald's? I would say throw something extra in her bag. but <laughs> OK, <laughs> listen, Lord, look, I worked at Wendy's growing up and uh, yeah. I definitely chunked. I would especially stuff bags for people who didn't order a lot of food but i could see it was a lot of people in the car yeah so tip two i'm I'm gonna tell you two things the second topic that stuck out to me on this uh podcast so far was to let myself receive love if somebody in my life and they want to love me let them love me and 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 it doesn't have to be so i look at now sacredness non-perverted way I believe there is the divine feminine, the divine masculine, and then there's God in the middle. So I believe in um, getting married. I believe in monogamy. I, I mean, some people are polygamous. I Whatever floats your boat, but I'm speaking from for me. So I see me and my partner, and I see God in the middle, the three-chord strand. And I see me and my partner being strengthened by our own personal relationships with God, and then also the relationship that we cultivate with God together. So with that being said, let yourself receive love in that way. Let yourself receive love from a stranger that's walking past you in the mall or wherever you find yourself in the office today and they smile at you. Smile back. What is it going to hurt if you smile back and give that person a compliment on something that you can see they may be insecure about? So, for example, you walk in by somebody in the office. They don't look like they took a lot of time on their self-image for the day. But you notice that they got on some lipstick or something. Give them a compliment on how that color makes them stand out. It makes them look more beautiful. Like if they if you notice a co-worker um, looking stressed out, overwhelmed, give them a compliment on what you can genuinely from your heart say you admire about them. And, and you will see a difference in that person immediately. And you will also resonate with a difference within yourself because you gave love and you were able to receive it. That is love. Go out in nature. If you see that there's trash on the ground, pick up the trash and throw it away. Maybe everybody else passing by all this trash on the ground, but you you don't have much, not, not really much to do with your schedule for that moment. Um, and you want to experience a different level of love, God's creation and love for that day or that moment in time. Pick the trash up and throw it away. You never know who's watching it, who may be inspired. Even if an adult may not be inspired, a little kid may be looking. 
and that's the next generation coming up. If that child is impacted by seeing what you do, that may start an initiative where that child is gathering all their friends and they picking up trash and they're doing community service in the neighborhood. You just never know how the little small things that you take in as knowledge and apply, how that impacts. You don't have to be like us on a podcast giving knowledge and wisdom. You can literally make an impact by being present in your environment. For example, uh, I mean the, the third topic I'll say that can be taken from um, this, this experience so far would be to not judge other people where they are on their journey. Okay, this person is not understanding that it's all connected, that we're all connected. That's fine. Let me not beat them over the head because they don't have the same information as me or they're not repping the same set or religious practice as me. Let me not condemn them because they're walking a different aspect of God than I am. But, you know, knowing that God is the creator, knowing that we're all equally yoked in some way, shape or form, because it was one creator that created us all. Take from that, that you can go and see someone that is, if you're not Christian, you can see a Christian and you can go and give them a compliment. You can go and show them some love, God's love within you. And that may shift their perspective of people in general. Because everybody has experienced some type of hurt, whether it be church hurt, whether it be hurt within your family, whatever experiences you've had that have shifted your perspective of people that are Christian, people that are are Muslim, people that are black, people that are white, whatever has shifted your perspective of a certain group of individuals, go and make an impact with that group and be the change that you want to see. Be kind, be nice. Don't go and tell them about their ideology and their theology and how it's wrong and it's not the truth and like eradicate that within yourself because who are you to go at somebody telling them what they're doing wrong? Yeah, we got to stop the religious gangbanging. That's a fact. So that's my three takes that I want to leave people with. Even if we keep building, if you if you if you've been holding on so far, take those three things that inspired me, those three topics that inspired me. But be be different. Come up with your own three that have stood out to you and apply those things in your life and come back and let um, Mr. Bay know how these things have impacted you from this platform. And also share this platform with other friends and family members because you may get some nuggets, somebody else may get some nuggets, and then look how that may impact your relationships with the people around you because you're processing the same information, same type of programming, which is God's love frequency. Yeah, I agree with all that you just said. Now, when you're referring to all of this is what God's love is about. It's about unconditional love. And when God speaks of charity, we're not talking about the, the, the criminals that, you know, would, would pimp his name. Those that would get tithing because tithing is a Roman tax when they was just taxing the people. But when God referred to charity, he was talking about smiling at somebody, a kind word. That, that's charity, right? It don't cost you nothing to throw a smile somebody's way. That might brighten up their day, right? And that's what that charity is about. It's just about giving light to somebody and not expecting it back. And it's going to always come back. And to submit to God, right? Because a lot of us argue with, you know, men men uh, submitting to women and women not wanting to submit to a man. When you're submitting to the God in her, she's submitting to the God in you. And together, you submit to the will of the Most High. And that's what that submitted submission is about. It's not about dominating the other person. It's about humbling yourself 
to know that there's a God inside of them that's speaking to the God inside of you that brought you both together as co-creators of the Most High. So to understand this, guys, God's love is unconditional. God's love is universal. And regardless of ideology, schools of thought, language, nationalities, cultures, barriers, ley lines, we all want that one supreme frequency, which is universal love. We all want love regardless of what language you speak. So to understand that we can all share in that one commonality and we're all on this quest to find more, more of what's true. And I think we're, we're finding ourselves in such illusionary times where everything is so out of balance and everything is so crazy and so chaotic to remind us of what needs to be balanced inside. Grab a hold of something that's truthful in this time that we're in. When your government's lying they ass to you and another virus and another this and another that and, and relationships are falling out and friends that you've been friends 20, 30 years and they no longer work. The creator's trying to remind you to grab on to what's lasting. Grab on to what's infinite. Grab on to what's real to the soul, not to the ego. What's real to your soul in this moment? Where do you really vibrate at? Where, where do you find love at the most? Be around those people that aren't afraid to give that love. Those that don't want the love, share love anyway. So I just say in closing to everyone, God is love. And if you are God, as you say, but not from the ego standpoint, then you got to give that same love that God gives to you. You got to love unconditional as God loves you unconditionally. I am your host, J.F. Bay. This is the Third Eye High podcast. We deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture. And I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. I want to give thanks to my guest, Intuitive Beauty. Drop some powerful gems, you know, to the family. And I hope that everyone receives it well. I hope that we apply some of these things to our day-to-day -day lives because we all have light and we're all charged to share light with each other because you might have a bright day one day and then you have a dark day tomorrow and vice versa. But always remember your days of darkness. Remember the days that light will shine your way. So when things brighten up for you, you can shine light to someone else and help brighten their day. If you want to close out with uh, any closing remarks, Empress, you have the floor. First and foremost, if we could just end this present moment right now, if you're able to just what you're doing, put your phone down or whatever you're using to listen to this platform and just close your eyes. Take a deep breath in through your nose. As slow as possible, breathe out of the mouth. Let's do that three more times in the nose deeply. Out of the mouth deeply. In the nose deeply. Out of the mouth deeply. Let's make this last time count as deep and as slow as you can through the nose and deep out of the mouth. Observe your body before you open your eyes. Scan your body. Where are you feeling tension in your body? For me right now, I'm feeling a little bit of tension in my shoulders. And typically that means that I'm carrying too much. I'm trying to handle too much and I need to submit and surrender in that area. 
So whatever within my being is is in resistance or intention against the divine will of my creator, I submit, I let go, I surrender, and I'll feel the tension releasing. And now I feel peace within my body and I hope that you do as well. Do this as many times as you need to to feel release in your body. If you're feeling tension in the mind, if you aren't able to slow the thoughts down, if you're feeling tension in your stomach, it maybe it's time to fast. Whatever you may be feeling, um, just attune to within, attune to the body. Take a moment to stop and breathe, regardless of if it's in the middle of the day, if you're driving. Pull over somewhere safe. Take the time that you need to really check in with yourself because, again, there's so much happening. There's so much happening outside of us that is a reflection of the inner chaos within us. And it's important to give it all up. Lay all those burdens down. It's important to submit to the one true creator. So this is a a very good tool and technique to do that in the middle of the day. Peace and love and assalamu alaikum. Thank you for having me on this platform. And I want to just say I am a spiritual life coach. Um, I love to help those that are on the journey. If you feel called to uh, need a coach or be in, in desire of someone to help guide, you can definitely connect with me one on one session or if you just want to follow. I have so many free offerings that I share um, because sharing is caring. Somebody did it with me. So peace and love and thank you for having me on here. Make sure y'all tune in to his platform more regularly because he's always dropping major jewels that impact the life in such a magnificent, powerful, positive way. Give give thanks, Empress. If they wanted to reach you for a product or service, uh, how can they reach you? You can reach me on, let's say, Instagram. That is the most informal way. Um, you can go to Intuitive Beauty, spelled exactly like you see it on here. Intuitive Beauty on Instagram. You can email me at intuitivebeauty at gmail.com. I'm just learning this platform. I don't know if there's like a messaging part on here, but if you want to send me a message directly on here, you can as well. Most definitely, if you liked what I shared on here, make sure y'all let him know so he can have me back on here again because I always enjoy building with the yeah, like. You'll, you'll, you'll definitely be back. you definitely be back. Uh, definitely shared a lot of light with us. Uh, give thanks and Islam as well. She says, Assalamu alaikum, alaikum assalam. Peace be unto you and unto you, peace is what that means. And also in the Bible, <laughs> Jesus said, Assalamu alaikum. John chapter 20, verse 21. Then Jesus said to them again, peace be unto you as my father has sent me i send you so we're showing you that god's one religion is love that's it no titles right if you sincerely seeking a relationship with the creator whatever name he says i go by many names the creator hears you right and stay on your path stay prayed up and this time we end you got to throw in that armor of the creator and that armor is just that divine knowing that everything gonna balance out for you right that after that storm there's a calm you know what i'm saying and the sun does come back out so continue to share light i encourage everybody to just stay on that path stay on that path because no two days are alike you know it might be dark yesterday it might be sunny tomorrow might be sunny today and dark tomorrow but if you find that balance in between and always know that god is with you this walk gets a lot more easier until next time guys this is the third eye high podcast and 
I give thanks for everyone tuning in. You shared your most valuable currency. You paid attention, so I'm compensated. That's a form of donation. I give thanks. If you want to donate in the other ways, you can share the podcast. That's a donation. You can subscribe to the podcast. Talk to someone about what you heard on the podcast. That's another form of donation. If you want to send a monetary donation, you can hit my cash app, dollar sign, far outflow, F-A-R-O-U-T-F-L-O-W. But as I said, I'm just a humble servant of the most high. And I've been compensated just by you spending your most highest form of currency on this planet. You paid attention. Because right now, attention is the highest form of currency. And those vibrating of a lower frequency, they set out to steal your attention. They want to keep you distracted from that relationship with the creator. Get back in touch with that God inside of you. And you're going to see your days get brighter. Peace, love, more light. Until next time. Peace.